0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com you're listening to tony's tech side in nigeria stories of failed transactions are everywhere however paypal and flutterwave have leveled the playing field for african smes and freelancers to fully engage in cross-border e-commerce in 2016 when paypal said it will expand to more african countries nigeria egypt's and Ghana were missing from the list. After achieving the unicorn status, Flutterwave announced that it was partnering with PayPal to enable African merchants who could not receive payments via PayPal to do so through Flutterwave's pay with PayPal integration. African consumers and businesses can connect to over 377 million PayPal account holders globally. This is increased access to sell to global customers using PayPal's secure platform to receive and make payments online opportunity to expand business operations of smes and multinationals alike to reach new markets renewed interest in freelancing gigs for independent contractors this will contribute to the significant growth of the african digital economy Prior to this development, Africans, particularly Nigerians and Ghanaians, were largely shut out from actively participating in international e-commerce through PayPal's platform. What this means is that while Africans could shop on, let's say, Alibaba or Amazon, subscribe to Netflix and the likes, they were still restricted in a way when it comes to receiving payments from the sale of their goods and services. Let's talk about Flutterwave. Since inception, Flutterwave has processed over 140 million transactions and over $9 billion in volumes worldwide. Research firm Statista estimates that the total value of e commerce in Africa was about 16.5 billion in 2017, and this number is expected to reach 29 billion in 2022. The growth potential will provide more opportunities for smes and freelancers worldwide and then subsequently will increase africa's share of the global trade how important is this deal for smes in africa in nigeria is this a win-win for both paypal and flutterwave or is this just a one-sided deal to discuss what this deal really means for small businesses and merchants we have a banker and an innovator Nkemjika OKK. Welcome, Kim. How are you doing?
1: Thank you very much. Good morning. My name is Nkingy. I'm a banker. I'm also an innovator. I've called myself a thought leader. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. So, yes,
1: I'm pleased to be on platform.
0: Yeah, we're pleased to have you. How important is this deal to merchants recalling what receiving payments were before this deal came to light?
1: Well, let me take a practical example. So you have Nigerians who do graphic design. And let's say you can do a graphic design and you upload it on some of these graphic design sites. Now, you have lots of people, especially from outside your own country, who like your work, who want to do business with you. And then um, the issue then comes to how they would be able to pay you. It has always been a problem, especially for small-scale businesses, graphic designers like this, UI, UX, you know, people who are even into tech. They find it difficult to receive payments from those countries. What is the resultant effect? You have people who should be earning more. Let's come to think of it. If you are earning in dollars, it's much more profitable for you than earning in naira. So imagine a situation where you were meant to earn in dollars, but because of uh, your inability to receive payments, you can't even treat your transactions. It happens that what you lose that business. And you have to settle for local transactions that might not give you as much financial benefits as what you would have done if you had gotten your transactions outside. So prior to that, it was a big problem for Nigerian merchants, especially smallholder merchants. At that time, you have to use, you know, your credit card. You have to get a credit card, try and link it and all that. At the end of the day, the process alone is much more strenuous than any other thing. At the end of the those transactions might not go further. So... This is a very welcome development for, for smallholder merchants. Not really for the big guys, because the big guys have always found a way around it. But for an economy like Nigeria that is filled with small-scale businesses, it's a very big win for them. So it's a welcome development.
0: Before this deal came through, many have attributed the fear of fraudulent activities insufficient regulation and poor banking security system as major reasons the major international payment platforms were unsure about stepping into africa does this clear the coast for more investments into africa and increase the trust level in countries like nigeria and ghana who many think of as just a hub for cyber criminals Okay,
1: yes. It has been a big issue. I will be specific with Nigerians. For transactions that people do, you know, sometimes when you have a transaction you want to do outside and then person says, Okay, how do I pay you? And then you will start explaining to him and says which country are you from? Are you say Nigeria. And the next thing is he has this look and he tells you he'll get back to you and he might not get back to you again. Why? Because they have been situation you know, do a transaction, they are requesting for payment and then Somehow they pay the money, the money is diverted, they can be found. So this is one of the big issues. The security around payments too has always been an issue with Nigerian platforms. So for Flutterwave to have scaled into a partnership with PayPal, it goes to show the length at which we have been able to come as a country and as a financial pathway. So it has been a big problem. PayPal coming in is to bridge that gap and it would ease the fears and why I say to ease affairs is because you can see that PayPal is a reputable organization. In fact, there are payment platforms goes across so many countries. So, getting into a partnership with Flutterwave shows that Flutterwave has attained some level of credibility within the Nigerian financial system. And for them to have attained that, it means, yes, there's, there's going to be a lot of security around their payments using that platform. And it will more or less build the trust and confidence for even nigerians and those from outside nigeria to be able to easily do business with us especially those at a small scale that's a small scale
0: yeah i usually refer to flutterwave as the big boy like ld's i'm a big boy that song i usually refer to flutterwave (laughs) as the big boy when it comes to parent platforms across africa now this announcement solidifies flutterwave's position as the global African payment partner of choice for multinationals who are looking to enter into new markets, especially the very largely unregulated African markets. For PayPal, there is a growing e-payment sector which will be worth about 10 billion dollars and that they do not wish to miss out on plus africa is the next value frontier now i'm looking at both partners now in this deal is this a good deal for both of them or does anyone seem to benefit more from this deal
1: okay for me it's fluttering for the win paypal is a big platform recognized across different countries but when you consider the volume of transactions in a country like nigeria the population in a country like nigeria and the number of tech inclined people and don't forget that nigeria is an sme economy what do i mean it's an economy that seems to be growing more on small-scale businesses what we call proliferation small-scale businesses are the ones that are actually building our economy now not really the oil not really the aggregates and that's what the future of our own economy is. so it's a win for flutter wave because it means They cannot just capture the Nigerian markets. They can capture the African markets. Flutterwave on its own. And don't forget, PayPal is now coming in as more like a middleman, stepping in that boundary. So it is a Flutterwave defining the terms thing more than you have PayPal defining the terms because Flutterwave will tell you, oh, I know how it works in Nigeria. I know how payments work in Botswana. I know how payments work in Kenya. I know how payments work in these African countries. So we already have the structures. You have a lot of tech startups who have who are looking out for payment platforms. I'll give an instance, a portfolio I was trying to build, which seems to connect farmers in Africa to exporters outside. Now, if that is going to happen, it means there's going to be a payment. The exporter doesn't really know how the Nigerian farmer gets his payments. So PayPal coming in now to work with FlutterWave means that you have a FlutterWave who already knows how the average Nigerian farmer thinks. How does he want to be paid? Does he want to see his Naira in his account or does he want to see dollar? So it's another way of having this available data of how people work with money in this country or in Africa generally would give them a leverage to say, okay, PayPal, you guys are coming in, but this is what we do here. This is how it's going to work. This is even the charges that we are going to take. So it's a win for PayPal in the sense that they have increased their own base, but it's a bigger win for. Flutterwave because it could scale them up to becoming Africa's premier. They are taking over the entire African space and with the way it is, they could equally move to other smaller continents to affect those kind of payments. So it's a bigger win for Flutterwave. Yes, people has that upper hand in their own space, but then when you consider the fact that they also have competition in those other countries for people who do payments outside, it means that Flutterwave is the one who is going to be on the win here
0: let's get to the young people in the continent who of course are driving the conversation around technology and disruption in the continent and most of them offer freelancing services now the service is currently only open to new and existing businesses on flutterwave and it's supposed to be open to individuals freelancers event owners and ngos soon How much of an impact will this be to persons in Nigeria and across Africa? Who fall within this range of freelancers, individuals? How much of an impact will it be to them? Considering the fact that they've been restricted for over a decade now in trying to get access to the global stage formally.
1: Okay, if you remember what I said at the beginning, I spoke about the graphic designer who finds it difficult to make that payment. And for me, like I said, it's an SME economy. In fact, the entire African continent is growing towards small businesses. Everybody wants to start a business. Everybody wants to have this small-scale business, you know, to run. And if you look at that, and considering, let's say, the next four to five years, it means we are all positioning ourselves to grow economically. You have more people who will now be producing things in the country, and then we have to help us to reduce our dependence on imports which is one of our biggest problems as a continent. Now, it's a bigger impact. Why? Because I don't want to sound biased, but an African is a very creative person. An African is a very enterprising person. An African is very innovative as well. And we have always been looking for a platform, not just to showcase ourselves within the continent, because it is a key thing with Nigerians. We see that some people, they do not perform very well here, but once their works or their handcraft or whatever they do moves outside the country, it gains a bigger recognition. And that is the impact it's going to create for Nigerian businesses, small-scale businesses, who have been looking for a way to create that impact. And also, the impact also in terms of transactions, it enables seamless, faster transactions. Now I know that okay if I'm a small-scale business. If I display my works on Fiverr or some of these platforms, I could easily get paid. I won't be stressed about payment, and it helps me. It even encourages the small-scale business owner to grow more. So, but for now, while it's still available to just networks, it's still a welcome thing because it's going to help those so-called bigger merchants to effect payments. But now you are now having an influx. If the partnership works as perfectly as it has been planned, we are going to be seeing a lot of influx of payments. So people will be able to receive dollars. And the implication of this on the economy is, it would help the value of our currency because this shortage of dollar has made our Naira very unstable. Um, Exchange rate to dollar keeps rising because of that shortage. But now we are now seeing a situation where the money is coming in. What happens? It increases the value of our own currency because you have a saturation or... You have too much of that dollar in the market. So, basically, it's a win. In fact, it's going to create a massive impact for small-scale businesses to help them scale very quickly.
0: Yeah, so it's more like the tech companies saving the day and helping the policies work more quicker, more quickly, more effectively, right?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Now, this exactly. that's, this, that's just, yeah. this deal isn't an all-in-all deal yet. Because PayPal is still just like a middleman in the whole process. It's like a middleman in business with Flutterwave. It's not exactly in close <clears throat> business with the people yet. So, two things. How long till we actually get global payment platforms that fully interact with people and organizations in Africa without all the complexities involved of trying to understand you're doing this via this or that? Or should we be thinking of an African solution that is global, connecting Africans straight up to the global community?
1: Okay, we highlighted some of those problems earlier, you know, security around payment. I think one of the biggest problems with payments, interboundary or what we call cross-country payments, has to do more with data. Now, there is a lack of available data in Africa, generally, and somehow how this payment process is going through. So let me give a particular example. You want to receive a payment from someone, and the person is trying to find out what your occupation is, and you say, okay, I'm a trader. And he tries to look up one of the statistics websites of the country to see where you are, what you are doing and he doesn't have anything like that so he's not even certain is this person a nigerian is this person a kenyan is he a trader or is he a young boy so that's that is one of the biggest problems around payments availability of data and i think the tech company that can be able to see this problem around data can be able to create that innovation that we are looking for because right now flutterwing is basically working on data that it has kept with it but let's not forget that data is something that can change, it's dynamic, right? So, someone who filled in as being a student two years ago is likely expected, let's say, to be a trader now. If the data is not comprehensive, you have situations around where there will be lack of payments. A company that can be able to get that thing around data, solve that problem around data for businesses, will be able to solve the issues with regards to payments.
0: And on that note, I wouldn't want to add anything to that. So as not to jinx the last words you just said, thank you very much for the conversation. Thank you for the time and thank you for the insights. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the shows here on africatechradio.com.